Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What do we got in store for this hour, guys? Well, 79 and cloudy here in Puico. Oh, oh dear. It's what did we say it was? 33 30, and cloudy here. 33 and cloudy, and I just want to give a pothole report. <laughs> <laughs> Do not try to drive the Edgecombe Road exit off of five up to Fairview. There are oh. so many potholes. I just, there's some oh. roads people should know not to go on. Don't go yeah. on that one. Little PSA. Okay. Little PSA. I mean, I was driving in the oncoming traffic road. So just a little food for thought. Be careful. Lori, you've got clouds. Yes. You've got clouds there. What the heck? Oh, Casey will be happy. It's still warm, you okay. know, so it's just a cloudy day, but uh, Mr. Body Surfing is very happy. It's This is his kind of surf that's happening right now in so the islands. Okay, you know, it's so funny because, um, so Grant, our little sister, is going for the last week or two, or what week, I think, spending it with you, Laura and Casey. Mm-hmm. And so I sent her the picture off of our Instagram account of Casey looking like the blue man from the blue man group where he's <laughs> yes, yes, literally yes. wearing <laughs> the sunscreen neoprene face mask hoodie that looks like something like the scarecrow put on all the way over his head and you would tie it with a little bow. Uh-huh. It's that extreme. And she's like, what is wrong with him? Because <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope he's not going to wear that when I'm around. Mm-hmm. And I'm he- just... Julia, he hasn't worn it since that first day because A, it's hot. B, it's worthless when he's body surfing because right. he can't hear and it gets twisted around. So oh. it was just, you know, an idea. It was, it was <laughs> just yeah. an idea gone awry. But I love that you captured the moment. Yeah, you did. Because you. we love that. Okay, so we are we finally made it to Wednesday. That's it's March twenty second. Oh, is it? Gee, I thought it was the 23rd. I'm losing dates. It's the 22nd. (laughs) Isn't it, Grant? Yes, all day. Yes, it is. All day we're here. Okay, we have a fun show for everybody today. We're excited. Our our old friend is coming on um, from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, the editor, Jane Haugen Olson. And this new April, I wanted to say episode, but I know it's an, it's, is it an addition? Um, issue issue thank you Lori of Minneapolis mm-hmm. St. Paul magazine you are going to want to pick up off the shelves it is loaded with so much fun music stuff about the Twin Cities so she's going to be here at the bottom of the hour to help us through that Laura it was a- and I heard uh, that um, uh, thanks to the my talkers uh, when we did our fundraiser for the Ukraine we won a Gracie award for yes. public service yes we did that was a See, big Julia? darn thing yeah. last year I forgot. I read my emails. Oh, <laughs> Amy, B. Arthur. <laughs> alert, alert. Click, click, click. I want you to know she knows what an email is. Now, if you could write click. <laughs> I know it. We did win a Gracie. Damn, yeah, I that was you... so much money. It was like 146000 So that crazy. was our yeah. generous yeah, that uh, was, people. So. That really was. The I loved that. Yeah. I love that. I just have to say, Laura, last night... I do not watch those Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, I don't know why. Well, I just don't. 
And I okay. and but two of them, the new two new ones, Jennifer and Rachel, were on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. And Andy, I think, doesn't drink anymore because he's always drinking ice water. I think Kelly Ripa Effect and John Mayer have had on him. He's only into ice water. So they're sitting okay. there and talking, and the show's starting out, and and they hadn't seen each other in a while. And Andy Cohen goes to Jennifer. I think she's not the young one. I think Rachel's the thirty-one-year-old, and Jennifer's yes. a little bit older. He goes, "You look great," and she, and he goes, "Have you done something?" And she goes, "Why, yes, I have. I've had a facelift by Doctor Brr. The name was too fast. Uh-huh. We need to get the name." But she said, "Yes, I did." And he goes, "And you've lost weight?" And she says, "Well." You know, I've been taking peptins. And Andy goes, oh, does that mean you've been on Osempic? And she said, you said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Way to do it there. And I just thought it was so funny. And then then (laughs) on the ticker tape this morning on the news, there is no longer a shortage of Osempic. Was was strolling oh. across the bottom, which was funny. But Why, man, yeah. she looked amazing, and I don't even know what she looked like before. Have you seen what she looked like? She's, I think this one, I don't know if this is the friend, uh, a new friend of the show, or if it's the other official housewife. I don't, I think she's I, official. I, I don't think he'd have just a friend sitting down with the young one, the 31-year-old. But they well, were all I talking mean, about their nose yeah. jobs and their face. Of, I thought it was refreshing. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was kind of funny. But basically, everyone in the Real Housewives of New Jersey has had a nose job. Yeah, basically. Basically. Some better than others. That's exactly right. <laughs> but you don't hear people just admit that, so it's kind of fun. That's yeah, my that's take. that's true. And um, did you enjoy Lady Exercise showing um, <laughs> oh, yeah. her grip strength? In case <laughs> yes. She has to pick up anything hot. Lori, you're hysterical. <laughs> You're hysterical, and people, if you just want to be entertained, because I know some of our friends that don't listen, which I don't understand what's wrong with them, but they always say, we get enough of you two, but they are delighted with your Hawaiian escapades. <laughs> Lady Exercise is very funny, and the noise, Grant and I were talking about in the background, hearing the birds and the waves crashing, and it puts us in an aloha mood. Oh, yeah. Yep. So thank you for your cheer. Yes. Oh, you're so welcome. If I, I wish Casey could have filmed me this morning trying to catch the gecko that's in her house. Oh, God, again. After it. Episode number two. You what think, happened today? Yeah. Um, you know what, you guys? I think it's damn near impossible. They are. To catch a gecko. Oh, they're those little ones. I've tried as a kid my whole life, and it would it might it would entertain me for hours. My parents loved it when we were in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, they're yeah. all over the place, oh, and yeah. I'd just go chasing them around. But, man, they are fast. Well, so you never and had an opportunity. One, oh, go ahead. This one's big. Oh, they're oh, big. Nice. It's, it's, I'm watching you. This look one at is a big one, like five inches. Oh, that's oh, much Lori. bigger than I've played with. Oh, Lori. I feel like if Casey was there, like if he was a child and he saw a gecko, he would get out a magnifying glass, point the sun on it, and try to melt <laughs> yeah. it. Every I mean, I feel like that's what every boy did, every didn't you? Boy. Oh, every, every boy. Every Let's kid see how we can it. burn this ant. Exactly. Let's see what, how well, we the can... next time he's on a wall in my sight line, I'll, I'll take a picture, take a but picture. I was running around the house with a Tupperware <laughs> container and a little hand broom, yeah, you're and so cute. Uh, basically all I did was crash into the wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You you're you're shush, not shush, getting that shush, shush. Oh, oh, no. That's funny, Lori. That's that's how I'm getting my exercise. There you I'm go. Getting ge- <laughs> I'm gecko-sizing. <laughs> the geckos around. I love it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back... 
someone we haven't seen for a while sat down with Jimmy Kimmel last night, and um, she's a fan like you, Lori. Big time, big time. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia here for MSP Airport. So I got a message from a friend of mine on Monday night, and she's like, I listened to you and Julia. Why didn't I listen to you to pre-book my parking? She said it was so busy at the airport. I mean, they did end up getting a spot, but she's like, I wished I'd pre-booked it. I had such a bad stomach ache. I couldn't enjoy it. It just was so stressful. And you can take the stress out of that because you just have to book 12 hours, you know, before you depart and you can zip out, you zip in because you get a QR code, you save $2 a day, you know right where you're going. She just said, I don't know why. I listen to you girls every day. Why didn't I take your advice? That This is very good advice. And so you can um, be in the main ramps. Their silver ramp is the newest addition to Terminal 1 parking, where they also have 50 electronic vehicle charging stations at no charge, which is a big Ooh. darn deal. But go okay. to MSPAirport.com before you go to the airport. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Julie Bowen, who Claire Dumfrey from Modern Family, the mom, Sat down mm-hmm. with Jimmy Kimmel last night for not one, but two segments and was just a bottle of champagne. She was so delightful. Didn't you think she, she really was, was so cute? Mm-hmm. I just thought it was sparkly. Sparkly. She's in a cute dress. She's all excited. And she's a divorcee. Did you know that she's... I did. I didn't know that she was single. She's got three kids. But here she is. She's talking to um, Jimmy Kimmel about, you know... Her son, her oldest son, she's got a set of twin boys and then she has an older one, wanted to, um, you know, go to Harry Styles and she was welcome to come if she drove and paid for the ticket. And just to make sure, this is where we're starting it, where she's talking about after the t-shirt she saw at the concert, correct? Sure. Just okay. start it there and we'll see I just, there's, an, there's a language piece in there that I just was a little oh. worried about. So. Oh, it was about the rooster. Yes. So we'll just start it here. Chicken. It's a chicken on the shirt. Check the tape. Okay. This is a family-friendly show. Maybe okay. he doesn't want to be regulated. You know? He's not Warren G. It's Harry Styles. You know? Warren G. Guillermo didn't get that one. <laughs> He's not even listening over there. I yeah. don't. I think you would say, and I had, I lit it up. Mm-hmm. And that took skills. He I didn't had, see it. He didn't. I, anything, I was nothing. holding it like this for for the entirety of the show, just twisting it back and forth. Harry, I'm old, but I know what I'm doing. Harry, yeah, I'm right. old. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, like one of those things outside of a a tire place. I could not. Thirsty doesn't even begin to describe me. Desperate. Do you? Nothing. Is it that because Harry dated Olivia Wilde that that has got you like kind of thinking like, oh yeah, why not? What the heck? Duh. <laughs> That activated I mean, you? He, th- he obviously can see above. He can, he can punch above his weight. He's 14 years old. You yes! know that, right? He was, you know he was, he was born in 2009. <laughs> Harry Styles. No, wait, that's not true. No, I just made it up. Oh, my but, God. You know, it seems like right. My seems sons right. were born in 2009. That was scary. <laughs> like, what? how do you think it would go over with America if I had that sign at an Olivia Rodrigo concert? I'd be like... <laughs> Olivia, I'm old, but I know how to work the equipment. I think poorly, right? Jimmy, <laughs> it's not. That's not the same. She just got her driver's license. <laughs> Everyone right. knows that. Right. She just got it. She's been talking about it all week. She's funny. So her shirt, and I think we can say it because we're talking about a rooster right now. Yes. So she mm-hmm. really, she really 
loves Harry Styles, but her son wanted to go so bad, and she let her son take five girls. Mm. And her son wore a blazer with no shirt underneath, and oh. and she said something like, he's owning it, you know, and I, the only way I got to go is I got the tickets, mm-hmm. and I got the driver, and so she's there, her son goes in the bathroom, and she's just kind of checking in with the girls, seeing how her son is doing, like if he's going to get lucky or anything, and they're like, ah, no. We're just friends. We're just friends. And so she's like telling her son, uh, uh, no, bummer, hon, but you're just their friend. It was really cute, but she had a shirt with a rooster on it and said, I regulate, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. that rocks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Rocks. So exactly. she was funny and she literally had this heart sign mm-hmm. on a popsicle stick or a bigger stick, like on a yard sign stick. Um, with lights around it that said, I'm old, and the other side said, but I know what I'm doing. Exactly. I mean, people went crazy for him, and then she went on in the show, and she said she was at, oh, Lori, I'm going to forget this, and I know you didn't watch the full thing. Um, she said she was at her very first concert. Oh, for God's sakes. I can't remember. But someone ripped his pants, and it wasn't the Lenny Kravitz one, and she says it's full circle because I was there when Harry, Harry Styles ripped his pants to in L.A., Oh, that's right. So I don't know who it was, though. Mm. Can't remember. But just bubbly and fun and entertaining. But she's got this new movie coming out. Um, And it's a Disney Plus movie. And it's called Prom. um, Was it Prom something? Prom Pact. And it's like people who make packs, if they don't get invited to the prom, they'd go together. And so then you know about this. Yeah, I I do, Lori. <laughs> and then uh but I want a fun fact here. So Julie Bowen, Jimmy asked her, Did you go to your prom? She goes, Oh no. She went to a boarding school. She's from Baltimore. Really? She went to boarding school, a very small one with three hundred and twenty five kids. And they couldn't do a prom because if people didn't get invited, it was literally right outside their dorm room. And then she asked Jimmy and he goes, Why well, didn't go to prom? And I went to school with like five hundred people. And um, and he said, and I didn't go to Sadie Hawkins either. And I didn't go to Homecoming either. And so it was just kind of cute. But this movie sounds really kind of cute. It has um, Wendy McClellan from Bridesmaids. Clinton. You Remember mm-hmm. when she was in studio? With Darling. Margaret Chow, Wendy. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And some young Disney kids. But she talks about they um, got this really hot kid from Australia to star in it. And it's coming out on Disney+. Plus. It looked just cute. It it's cute. cute. Do you- do you know she wears a pacemaker? Yeah. She has a pacemaker. 
Since she was like in her early 20s, she has like this condition where your heartbeat goes to really low levels. Oh, wow. And the pacemaker just, you know, recharges. It kicks it in. It's like a monitor. Oh, wow. So it probably kicked in when she was at Harry. Oh, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, is this a true statement or not? Because I know someone who has an auntie who's very old and she's too old to get a pacemaker redone. So they're just going to go visit her because it's running out of time. Have you heard that? Oh, really? Yeah. Like well, old, old, like a hundreds. Yeah, there's risk of surgery that it's like... That must be I it. Mean, that, when you get to that point in time, I mean, with my mom's heart valve, she has two mechanical heart valves that were done 37 years ago. Oh. And they tend to last, from what I understand, 20 years. Okay. And they're still working fine, but even if they weren't, my mom has told me that they're just because of age. Age, You know, right? like it's just, you know, unless sure, it's an absolute, like, have to, have got to. It, got it, got you it, just, from what, that's not yes. true. I mean, that's just what I've learned in my personal experience. But were you talking about the person, uh, Jennifer Aniston, with the split pants from Harry Styles? Was that what you were referencing? No, no, no. It was her very first concert, and I can't remember who it was. Okay, no Jim, worries. I didn't. It was Jimmy's very family. No, that's that's our guess that's coming. Well, no, I don't know that Keith... Did Keith split his pants in the Partridge Valley? <laughs> I would think so. I can't remember what it was. I'm going up. crazy, but I do want to say that Jimmy Kimmel's first concert was Sammy Davis Jr., and she goes, you're so cool. And he said, hey, I grew up in Vegas. What do you expect? Oh, yeah, that would be so, true. Wouldn't that be that? Yeah. Grant, what was yours? Mine was Ted Nugent. Leonard Skinner and uh, Deep Purple at Target Center in like 2001. It was a Ooh, it was a good day. Then my second one was Aerosmith. So those oh, were my those first two concerts. Ones. Yeah, I was a big, big heavy into classic rock when I was a young man. Oh yeah, those are good ones yeah, though. Yeah. So anyway, she's cute. I like her. She is. She was giving us excellent couch. Great, couch. a lot of energy, and I thought Depeche Mode was really good. Like, I I quit watching. Oh, Julia. I know. <laughs> I quit watching. I will say this, though. I did watch Ted Lasso. I'm not going to say anything about anything. Oh. Except okay. for I'm going to say about the cute little PR gal. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name, Grant? On um, Ted Lasso. Oh. The one who was in the offer? Who yes. Played, yes, um, yes. Yes. The little, oh, gosh, she's. Beautiful. Oh, she's lost so much weight, though. It was scary. Oh, me. no. Well, she already it, looked a little skinny in no, the past. No, it scared me. Um, I can take pictures. Juno Temple Juno is her, Temple. And her name. Keely Jones. Keely Jones. Keely Jones. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm seeing it. She always, she always was pretty skinny in the first two seasons. No, but... I thought she. Yeah, well. Ooh. Mm, okay. And oh, that's oh, the oh, camera because Julie Bowen is a little like that. We saw Julie Bowen shoe, shoe shopping our very first SAG year. When you were talking to the gossip columnist on the phone, Lori, and we were following around Julie Bowen and someone else shopping for shoes. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Uh, Selma. Julie Bowen was at the makeup counter, very nice to us. Nice. Yes. And Selma Hayek was doing the shoes. It was at that great shop. Barney's. Her bodyguard told me to scram. <laughs> Pretty much. As many have done over the years. We got, we're very used to that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk some music news. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. 
Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Trussler Family Law. Find them online at trusslerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Welcome back, everybody. I can't tell you how delighted I am, and Lori is delighted, too. We have our dear friend Jane Hogan Olson, Olson here, who is the editor. Are you the editor-in-chief? Are you the, the editor-in-chief of Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine? God. Woo! And you, Jane, this this um, April issue, I got it in the mail. First of all, thank you for continuing to publish a great magazine. Thank you. And it's thick still, and it's worthy, and it's good every month, and it's the one I've kept. Well, like you guys, hyper-local, right? I yes. mean, that's what people want. They want to hear from local people and local stories and what's going on in their community, which is what you guys do here at My Talk. I mean, and Hubbard as a local media. I mean, we all have to stick together. We, we do. <laughs> we do. And so, Lori, I was telling, I went through this with Lori on the phone today, and I'm like, you're going to be pea green with everything. But, you know, one of the things... I don't know if everyone knows this about you, but you are the number one Prince fan. And she you can beat out Lori and you can beat out Rocco. Those yeah. are our two princes yeah. here. Yeah. Don't you think, yeah. Lori? Yes, absolutely. I mean, when did you start falling in love with Prince before we get to the music episode? Issue. Well, I grew up in Roseville. Mm-hmm. I remember the day, you guys, on a Sunday that the Star Tribune had a picture of Prince in like those little leather brief underwear and it was a picture yeah. from First Ave, and my mom was reading the paper. She was like, look at this guy. And I was like, who is that, and is that downtown Minneapolis? Because I'm ready to be 19, because, of course, we could go to the bars at 19 sure. those days. And that was my first glimpse of him was that big picture in the Star Tribune. John Bream probably wrote it, right, probably. in the, in the mm-hmm. 80s. Yeah. And then I went to school at St. Thomas, and I was there starting in 82, and there was all this buzz about, of course, there was no social media for all of us no, girls, right. right? And you just heard about stuff from people. And so there was all this filming of this you know, movie, and I got, I liked his music, and I was into his music, but then when you moved into the dorms of a school in the Twin Cities, everybody had his vinyl, so you hung out in the girls' dorm rooms mm-hmm. that had the vinyl. Um and then I moved to Uptown in 86 and, like, just did everything I could to see. I saw him 15 times perform. Oh, my um, word. So did every, I never saw him at Paisley Park, and I never saw him at First Ave, but I saw him, like, everywhere else. Well, isn't that funny? Because Lori now, Lori swears he stole, stole dance moves from her at Paisley Park one night when she danced in front of him. And, but you saw my Glam Slam. I did see my Glam Slam uh, front row. Oh, of course. I mean, but your mm-hmm. love, and if you people follow you, tell them, tell people how to find you on Instagram. Because uh, Jane, J-A-Y-N-E dot Haugen, H-A-U-G-E-N dot Olson, O-L-S-O-N. But you know what, Lori? Um, 
he hmm. used to go hang out at Pacific Club, and he would yes. hang out on the second top floor, and he did watch people dance and interact to music because, again, there wasn't digital. There wasn't social right. media. You had to go out and watch the people. What a concept, right? And right. Um, he did... It meant a lot to him to watch how people interacted with music, and he loved to dance, as we know. And so I don't doubt that he didn't steal some moves from, from Lori. From Lori. <laughs> Lori, I bet you were there. This was at Glam Slam, though, where my mm. friend and I danced for him. Oh, I forgot, And he just Lori. said he'd watch. Oh, wow. He did. But I discovered Prince because KUMD started playing the Dirty Mind oh, album. Oh, wow. And we were like, oh, my gosh, who is it? So we immediately went to the Electric Fetus in Duluth, got the album, and then we just couldn't ever, we just were, like, in love with the guy. Just the cover alone we were obsessed right, with. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's, um, so this music issue that we did in April, um, which is next coming, which is the next yes, month. Yes, It hasn't it, happened it, yet. Yeah, just, it's just gotten to subscribers, um, just started hitting uh, people's mailboxes, but um, it was the younger people in the office who really wanted a music issue. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to sell really well on newsstands. Right. And, um, but the young folks were like, we got to do it. We got to do it. And we started to make it more like a nightlife issue. And then when we came back to it, we went back to music because, you know, all the research that I see with how people use our website and we do subscriber studies and such. The number one reason people follow us and read us is our restaurant coverage. Mm-hmm. And number two is they want to go know what to do. The calendar. They mm-hmm. want to know what to do, I where go to go. Week. Yeah. And <laughs> that's what people want to know. And we have, I mean, I know, especially Lori, you are really, you know, really involved in music and you always have. And we are really fortunate to have such a dynamic music culture here in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And, the, mm-hmm. and from the giant U.S. Bank stadiums to the little Pantages and the Palace and everything in between um, and new stuff that keeps opening, the Uptown Theater that's going to be converted into an open in May uh, to a live music venue. People are going to shows, and there's a demand for it. And Okay, so now, get this, Lori. Jane's twins are 18. Oh, how is that I know, I, I know, and we haven't aged at all. We haven't. I mean, we're the exact same, and you're even a year younger than me, by the way. Okay, so in this, um, you know, your, your letter to the editor, I always love... Because it's personal and we read about what you're doing with the girls and Kurt and all the, um, you know, the concert you've taken your girls to. And I told Lori today, I was so delighted to hear that your very first concert was who? Mine? Mm-hmm. Bad Company. Oh, Bad Company. I thought it was Tony <laughs> oh, Orlando. No, you're right. Dawn. You're right. My first, like, eighth grade was Bad yeah. Company. But you're right. I went to Tony Orlando and Dawn at the State Fair, and the opening band was the Brady Bunch kids. Like, the real <laughs> Brady Bunch kids. <laughs> You know, big shit, model oh. TA. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> and it's just in the grandstand. The grandstand is another wonderful. It's one of my favorite venues to see music. Well, in this summer, you guys, they've got incredible lineup. Duran Duran is coming. Uh, Brandy Carlisle. Yes. Uh, the Chicks. I mean, they probably have more they're going to announce, but there's some fun shows. There are so many yeah. fun shows. Okay, so one of the things, so you break it up. By, you know, neighborhood and music bars, musicians to watch. I What I always find is, you know, you come up with a couple questions like, okay, let's just say you've got friends coming in from out of town and you want to impress them. 
Where do you take them for music? What do you do? You don't. You didn't buy tickets for something, but where would you? What well, do you think is I mean, kind of a last minute? Thing? I mean, that's what we were trying to get across here. Is okay. You want to be spontaneous. Like right. I want to hear some music tonight. Right. And you don't can't always just go buy a ticket. Yes. So depending on who they are, I mean, the Dakota on Nicolet is mm-hmm. just a, an incredible gem. We also have a, a, a feature on Lowell oh, Pickett and the issue, which is really good. Um, the neighborhood places. Um, I keep hearing from my colleagues the White Squirrel on West Seventh oh, yeah. is supposed to be really fun. We've been there, and mm-hmm. I, I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, different, and they have a food truck outside. Right. And so yeah, it's fun. It's, the, it's very eclectic, and they do magic shows too. The other one that's getting a lot of traction is Ice House down on Eat Street. Lori, have you been there? Yeah, Grant's been there. I saw, oh, I saw uh, Dave Chappelle there once. Oh, right, yeah. right in the front. I was like five feet away from him. It was awesome. And um, you know, the Hook and Ladder's got stuff going all the time, so that's one that you can be more spontaneous. Um, crooners is kind of another yeah. sleeper, right? You don't think about it because it's a little bit of a, depending where you're coming from, a little bit of a drive. Love. But you just get, you know, immersed in almost like this old supper clubby, Vegasy feel in all the different rooms and spaces. And even going um, in a different direction, you've got the Chanhassen with well, their right. themed, yes, their right, themed right, music right. nights that they do, which sell out. So we stayed fairly city centric okay. in this one mm-hmm. because if we started opening up in every place in Stillwater and Excelsior sure. and all that it just got too big but we wanted to use this to just inspire you on how much music is here um you know Roxy's the kind of the cabaret drag on Nicolet down by the Hyatt I had read about it I had seen pictures I was at a luncheon at the convention center last week, and I drove by it. Have you seen it? I've never seen it. I saw it today in well, the it's, magazine. It's, it looks like a two-story e-diner. Remember the e-diner at 50th yes, in France yes. with the silver outside? And this big, giant stiletto that spins. It's like I had no idea like how it looked from the outside. It looks like you're in Vegas. Lori, have you been there, or Grant? No. no. Roxy's Cabaret, I'm showing you a picture, Lori. Um... It really oh. looked cool. Yeah. It looked yeah. cool. Oh, I've seen that. And so yeah, it's, it's some of the former um, drag performers from the 90s yes. who left a few years ago. And then um, BB, you know, she, whenever she's in town, mm-hmm. she's also a kind of a marquee player there. And um, it's supposed to be great. It looked, I'm telling you, this is inspirational. Can you stay with us? Yeah, we got to yeah, take a yeah, quick break. Yeah. Okay, this is Lori and Julia Mytak. We are with Jane Haugen Olson from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine talking about the upcoming April issue. If you're not a subscriber, you can always subscribe or you can pick it up on newsstands. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're back. Lori and Julia here. Lori's in Hawaii on the Big Island. Jane Haugen Olson is in studio from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Grant is in the other studio that none of us, Jane, can't see. Um, <laughs> and I am right here and I can see all of you for once. I feel so in charge, large and in charge here. So we're talking about the April issue of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. You know, and what we were talking about before is how keeping it local, keeping it fun. A couple colleagues came by today and say, I need to renew my issue. And, say, and other, that's the only magazine I get. Oh, you know, nice. it, I think the community yeah. really supports it because there's always so much great information and fun stuff to do locally. So you talk about your music being the great thing. The restaurants, you know, Stephanie March yep. is one of our Stephanies yep, and yep. she's your food editor. Um, it's really super fun. But one of the things that I thought was really delightful in this uh, new issue that's coming out right now, it's in your mailboxes or it will be in newsstands is 
where should I see a show? And you have a flow chart here. Who came up with this idea? So we call it a decision tree. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Lori, look at how out of date That's I am. That's okay. I didn't know that either. <laughs> decision tree. Okay. But, you know, we do this once in a while, like with a summer issue. Like, do you have the kids for the day or don't you? Right. Do you feel like picnicking or don't you? And so this was a, it's, you know, are you hungry? Okay, if you're hungry, here's places that still that have some food. Here's the places that don't. Do you want to be in St. Paul? Do you want to be in Minneapolis? Do you want to see a local band? Don't you care? You know, and so it's it's just kind of a fun way to gamify content a little bit. And um, but even the armory on there, surprisingly, it's such a big venue that if it's like, well, yeah, there's this band there that I kind of like just buy a ticket. You'll see if there's a ticket for tomorrow night because right. it is a great venue and because it's not assigned seating you can get in you can move around they got great bathrooms their bars are really nice you're right that's a yes. great last tick, minute ticket place yeah laurie's got a question she's raising her hand from yes. hawaii yeah. yes dear you in the <laughs> well, front row it, it's it's not really a question but other places that you know that are local to minneapolis st paul that have great music consistently Bunkers, Minnesota yeah. Music Cafe, the Turf Club, they're Mancini's, all in here. and and Schooners Tavern. Oh, we don't have Schooners in here. Where's Schooners? Where's Schooners? Uh, like on Twenty Seventh, you can take oh. it's off of the off of Lake Street. Just a oh, local. Oh, they yeah, got bingo yeah. meat raffles. That is a great tavern. Well, S- Steve Marsh wrote a piece on Doctor Mambo's combo yes, exactly with Bunkers because that remember back. I mean, I know we're dating ourselves again, I know. but that used to be like. No man's land. You would drive down Washington after the Monte Carlo, and you're like, "Where am I going?" You know, and now you could park, and you could park, and you could park. <laughs> you used to be able to park, but parkers on Sunday nights. Yeah, totally. you know, Doctor Marmos and Lori, you're right. But one of the things, of course, our buddy Chan, yes, wrote you. This was such a clever thing. He wrote a love letter to First Avenue, and in this love letter, he said, "Of course, he knew Prince, and." um he loved it, and he said, yes, you know, I knew Prince. He told me once that he loved my song, Love is the Law. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew I loved you guys is when you chose that as your song. That's Lori. I know. It's all Lori. I know, I know. It's all Lori. It just has been, You. I mean, and it, it spoke to you two as local women of a certain age stage, but also mm-hmm. um, just the, you know, the the... the the statement of inclusivity and love who you love. Yes. And um, mm-hmm. it was just, it said a lot about you guys when you, when you came when we, out there. When we came on yeah. 20, we're in our 21st year. Isn't that right? Isn't that what we're calling it? In June. Oh, yeah, yeah. 21, right? 21 years. We're old. Okay. So is it legal? We are legal. We can go out and have a drink. Thank goodness. I think you should ask the question you asked me off air though. I think it's an interesting conversation. What did I ask you again? Well, you were saying, can we support all these places? Oh, okay. I'm asking because now the Uptown is going to be a music venue. We've got the Palace. We've got the Fillmore. We've got the First Avenues. We've got the amphitheaters on the west side of town. We've got Somerset over here. You know, are we able to support all these venues with music? We will see. But what's interesting is that there seems to be such an appetite for it. And it is, you, you saw all the media wave after Taylor Swift and the ticket prices and, you know, even Bruce Springsteen. And so then you start talking about ticket prices and then you think, well, how much did you spend for your sushi dinner last night, right? Like, how much are you paying for a, 
a cocktail. cocktail. 20 bucks pop. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> and so you you're seeing these these artists and you're seeing them and I think it speaks to maybe this world that we live in now with our phone in our hand oh, all the time. Them. And are we craving these connections with other people where we are putting our phones down for a couple of, you know, sure, you're taking some photos and some selfies and some video, but you're there in this moment, in this shared moment with all these people around you. Um, And so, you know, will it become oversaturated? I guess we'll see. But I think it's also telling us that these bands are touring. They're wanting to get in front of people. A concert that I went to with my daughter recently was at the Fine Line, but we had seen that same artist nine months ago at 7th Street. So she didn't have enough people to fill more than about 7th Street at the time. Right. But now she came back a second time and she filled the Fine Line. What's to say a year from now she can't fill the main room at First Ave, right? Give us her name. Um, Claire Rosencrantz. Okay. Yeah. Do you know her, Lori? She's, you know, no. she's, she's, you know, my, my daughter follows her and she probably followed her on TikTok or something. Right. right. Um, but you know, MXM tune, another woman that my daughter's found and she's single woman with her ukulele. We saw her at the Amsterdam pre COVID. And then she came back a few years later and we saw her at the varsity. So I think it's also, we're in a town with all these different sizes of venues You're right. that allow the, the artists to grow and expand as their base in this market expands. So I think that's part of the beauty. And you had a big story on Sophia Iris. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but she's the, the DJ who's worked with um, Lizzo Lizzo from the beginning. Yeah. And we've got a little uh, Steve did a little Twin City interview with her. Yeah. This is so, and it, it just kind of puts you in the know too. I mean, you feel. I think that's one of the things that's so great about your magazine, is I know what's happening at the theater. We're coming, you know, for the next three to four months. I know what to expect. I know what's coming, so I can plan. It's not a last minute thing when they start advertising you. You, you know yeah, when you in know advance. Hamilton's coming. All right. I don't, you know, but <laughs> right. you know in advance here. And I just, I always love that about it. When you're making decisions over, you know, what what's going to be the May issue or something mm-hmm. like that, how hard is that for you? The hardest part is, okay, our June issue, it's the best of summer, and I've worked at the magazine 30 years, and right? And before that, yeah. you had the reader, best of summer, right, and City right, Pages, right, best right, of right. summer. Remember the and best so, of always the big sellers. Right, uh-huh. and so it's, how do you keep telling the same stories over and over? And so I think that we all go through different, you know, when you're an empty nester, you're using the city differently than when you have 10 year olds. And when you're single, you're using it differently than if you're hanging out with a group of girlfriends or, you know, and so I think you find yourself depending on where you are in your age and stage and what you're looking for and what experiences. So I, I don't mind telling you like this summer, our June issue, it's a hundred things to do before the state fair. Because okay, isn't that about it? It's it, like the Lori, big countdown to oh, the yeah. state fair. It really is, but we can't not. We're not allowed to talk about the state fair with Lori till when Lori we can't talk about well, anything. She wants to enjoy the about, summer. We can talk about the music of the state fair, but I do not want to talk about the food in June. She's I don't want to talk about the new drinks in June. I can't stand but, it. But yet, <laughs> when the state fair is happening, it's our favorite place in the world oh, to be. I, know, right. I never want to leave. Right. It's summer camp. Right. It is. I mean, it's so much and fun. And I'm so glad it's at the end of summer. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Like, it, it's just the great wrap up. And I, I agree with you, Lori. It's, we have so many great things to do between now and August 20, whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. let's just, let's 
You know, talk about Christmas Day on Christmas Day, right? right? It's <laughs> let's so wait, hard. Let's wait. It's hard to even plan a trip in the summer because it's summer. Yeah. We're in Minnesota and it's summer. Do you think, um, so, you know, during COVID, it was a completely different scene. Are you guys, are your offices still downtown Minneapolis? No, we're like in your backyard here. Are you mm-hmm. really right here? Yeah, we're over in, uh, right off Westgate. I didn't know. Oh, you're right yeah, here. Yeah. Right there, right here. Yeah, so we. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't. Yeah, our uh, long story short, but the building that we were in, they didn't want to renew our lease. And so our owners bought a building. And so we are one of the tenants in our owner's building. Okay, so you're yeah. on Pothole Alley. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you can't drive the streets around here with the So ding. we're at Malcolm Yards yes, and you are. No Shaughnessy. And, you know, yeah. And so I'm eager for Surly, the concert, Series start to again. start up again, yeah, too. That's, I mean, that's, that's the thing is part of this music issue is look at what there is and, like, Look at the Surly list, because that's kind of a rite of passage to go hang out there, have some great beer, and you can get really close to the stage if you want to navigate that. You can hang on the side and get some great food and sit on their picnic tables, and um, it's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, even we didn't write about the, pop, you know, the, the pops playing at the Lake Harriet Band Show, but that kind of stuff, too. That, that's so fun. Yeah. We have like a minute left, yeah. and I just can't thank you enough for coming on. Thank you. Lori, do you have any parting words for Jane? Uh, no, just I can't wait. Save me a copy of, of the issue. Julia. I will. Let, me, let okay. me read it. I will save you a copy of the issue. And she's um, already got additions for us for part two. I, I, I know it. And it was so great to see you. And <laughs> yeah, now you that too. I know you're so close, beware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beware. You might be coming I'm, a little yeah, more I'm a text often. away, as you know. I know it. Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, the music issue, it's on your local newsstands right now. Pick it up. It's one. I always save them, too, because I think they're great ideas for the future. They are. I they're a little archive. So great to see you. you too. All, right, All right, Lori, have fun. Do the hula for me. <laughs> Aloha. Thank you. I am an international hula dancer. She is. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back.